Uh, good morning, Abuja, and a wonderful morning to you wherever you are tuned in from. This is to the studios of Crowther Radio 104.5 FM, your family love station on the hills of Mpape here in the nation's capital. A great Friday morning. It is the 20th of October 2023. It's gone seven minutes past the hour of nine, and a warm welcome to the podium. Podium is our flagship news and current affairs program on policy, strategy, and good governance. However, it is Friday, so once again, it is... NOI polls Friday today we get to discuss Nigeria in figures and in numbers. My name is Oke Anya and I have our person from NOI polls. He is Omomumi Temi Dayo and he is a communications officer NOI polls. Dayo, how are you today? I'm very, very fine. Thank you very much. Good morning. Mm, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. Okay, and... Um, Abuja already told us it is NOI Polls Friday, so let's quickly have a look at uh, what the polls are actually saying today. And, um, well, uh, let me quickly uh, tell us that it is a poll that had to that has to do with the climate change. Yes. Um, Nigerians look to government and private sector developed countries for action to limit climate change. Okay, before we go any further, uh, Daya, let me just allow you um, talk us uh, through uh, some of the basics. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, mm. Good morning. Good morning uh, once again. Yes. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Abuja. Good morning, Nigeria. Um, so uh, we'll be talking about climate change, and the focus area will be climate change impact and vulnerability. And um, so you know, it, it's so interesting to uh, find out that you know, uh, more than half of uh, like only three in ten adult Nigerians are like thirty percent have heard of climate change and among mm. those who have heard or are aware of climate change like two-thirds of this percent that's 66 percent say it's making life in nigeria worse now seven percent in ten that's that seven in ten that's 69 percent believe that ordinary citizens can help curb climate change in nigeria mm. and you know similarly 71 percent want the government to um take immediate action to limit climate change even though it's expensive you know can cause job, job loss or even take a toll on the economy but they want the government to really take action in this line and while 69 percent think uh, ordinary citizens can help limit climate change most nigerians are 76 percent assigned primary responsibility for assign for addressing climate change to their government mm. and you know a, a large majority say the fight against climate change requires a lot more effort than than that than the government you know business industries you know and even developed countries and citizens you know can do a lot more in terms of um covering climate change all over and um six in ten citizens say that the government is doing poor job of uh, for okay of addressing climate change uh, in the country and you know it, it's so it, it's so painful because this is where you know the, the where we stay matters a lot and how we take care of it matters also you know as much as activities will be drawn out of what we mm. do, you know we should still take care of uh the environment because it will, it will still return back the ecosystem will still evolve round back to giving us uh, what we will still need to take care of ourselves on earth so, mm. so that, that that's just um the key highlights from uh this survey and this was uh conducted this is afrobarometer and nice survey um NY Post is national afrobarometer in uh nigeria and so that, that's just um that's just the key highlights from 
this uh, survey. Uh, okay. okay. So um, I am quite sure that uh, you said many um, the polls from the polls that um, we are looking at um, quite a number of Nigerians do not are not aware of um, climate change and what it may just be all about. So um, in a nutshell, uh, can we maybe just um, have an idea of um, what climate change is and um, you know what it's all about? All right, so, um, so climate change just has to do more with um, activities and how the ecosystem um, is, 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 how do I put it? Okay, so it's just more like uh, the way the ecosystem is changing based off of activities being conducted by humans. Mm. And, um, normally, we are supposed to consider our environment based off of, irrespective of the activities that we conduct you understand me so and if you look at all this now it's come it boils down to having a a natural effect on the ecosystem so um you start seeing results like um droughts like floods based off of all this and um so yes so, so that's just it's just surrounded by the activities that we do and yes, that, that's just it. Okay, so when we talk about um, climate change, does it have anything to do with um, weather shifts? Like, um, uh, I remember there was this period I traveled, right? Yes. It was a, a rainy season. Mm-hmm. I, w- I traveled to the east. I was there for close to three weeks, and it rained only once. Now, I got back to Abuja. Yes. I did some laundry, right? Yeah. For close to two weeks. It took me one day, I had to put on the, I had to turn on the gen. And I had to put on the, the whole fans in the build in the house. Like you people must, you things must dry today, you know. So, but more or less, it rained all through the the, the, the close to two weeks here in Abuja. It kept raining every day from morning till night, you know. While I traveled to the east, it was very different. So I don't know. Is that part of what we experience with the climate change or what? Okay, so so I'm glad that you made mention of um, when you traveled to. You said you, you which location did you travel? Southeast. To? Southeast. So, yes. So now you know if you look at what the uh, uh, the survey is saying here, it's saying a negative impact of climate change is felt more widely in rural areas than in the cities. Mm. And, yes, and if you if you read that on uh, on a percentage scale, we have uh, a seventy percent to sixty two. And you know, um, you know, citizens who, who like uh, citizens who are like uh, 60, 56 or older, that's seventy five percent. And those ex- uh, experiencing um, different um, levels of uh, of economic uh, standards will have different ideas to this. So it's more like I feel the can I say is the topography now because I'm surprised why. Um, the rural areas are having um, this kind of uh, climate change as compared to the urban settlements. Mm. You understand? And that's what the, the numbers are saying here. So on a scale of 70 to 62%. So in in the, in the uh, in more like in the urban area, in the rural area, sorry, we have 70, 70% and in the urban area, we have 62%. So, so that's just, I just feel it's just uh, nature that makes it that way because I I don't know why you know I, I feel maybe it's topography that's making it that way I, I don't know mm. I don't know okay so if we are looking at uh, climate change obviously it's something that um, 
had wasn't always there yes. right so what could um, uh, uh, possibly be some of the factors that have given rise to this climate change that we are experiencing today okay um, so like like okay so like um, based off of natural causes majorly because you can't you know when it comes to drought when it comes to flooding you know if you want to like for instance if you want to take flooding as an example mm. you say okay maybe um maybe uh the drainage system maybe there's a blockage or maybe there's a dam breakage or something that will just lead to uh maybe flooding and things like that i just feel is major more on activities more the moment activities come into play there's a way it's it, it creates a shift in the ecosystem and um, like for instance like I told you about um, the flooding thing activities will still be the one pushing it majorly so that's that's just what I see it to be mm. now when we say activities what kind of activities are we are we looking at what kind of activities um, may because I can't be in a field playing football and because it's climate change would it mm-hmm. uh-huh. so what kind of activities so are we looking at majorly industrial so if you're saying the so um if we're looking at it this way that the it basically majorly happens in rural areas from what you say yes, so how many industries are in the rural areas so, that, so that's just so uh-huh. that's, what I'm so, that's, how, that's how i'm tying it down to the facts and the numbers you understand me so that's that's just it we have to tie it down to the numbers Okay, so um, we are still uh, looking at uh, climate change and um, some of the possible causes. Um, I know they, they said emission of, um, at some point they said emission um, from most of our generators, from yeah, uh, the cars yeah, and all that. Uh-huh. So um, if, if that may just be the case, right? So what are some of the, I don't know, if we're looking at um, climate change and other, so what are some of the possible effects um, of um, climate change on our day, our day-to-day activities. Yeah, yes. So, like, so there's a, you know, when, like for instance, I'm looking at this emission of CO2 that you're talking about now. There's a way it clouds the atmosphere. Do you understand? So when there's this CO2 emission, mm. there's a way it affects the atmosphere, the ecosystem. That there's a, that, uh, uh, it's more like I said, it coats a particular layer based off of that smoke that mm. comes out. So most times, if you check advanced world, they are trying to. Um, deviate from using um, uh, energy sources that emit CO2 to things more eco-friendly. You understand okay. me? So just to make sure that at least the atmosphere is clear and it's okay. You know, if you go to, if you go to, I think um, the Mirbet areas, if you pay observations to the way their environment is, there's so you you will find out that there will be a particular clot on your skin based off of the um, uh, petrol and crude activity that is going on around that uh, mm. place. You understand? So it's so it's bringing it's bringing back the CO2 coat on the atmosphere to the human body, as compared to let's say you are in maybe a place somewhere maybe in the southwest. Do you understand? Okay. So okay. Have, so something like that. So something like that. So. Yes, so that was just it. Okay, so um, when we talk about uh, climate change and um, we get to see just about 30% of um, of um, adult Nigerians uh, saying that they are aware of um, climate change and what it's all about, why is it that we are seeing 70% say 
um, they are not aware. For me, that's quite high. Yes, so um, it's still based off of um, awareness on this. So oftentimes we just draw out activities, we don't know the side effects. So if there are campaigns, you understand me, to, mm. to enlighten people out there as regards this, you know, like if you look at the channels through which people listen to information as regards this, we have the radio, we have television, we have social media, we have internet, we have newspapers. And, you know, it's so interesting to find out that, like, you know, uh, as regards okay so like on the radio now if you want to look at radio now we have uh, a, a 12% that said they listen to uh, they consume uh, news you know as regards climate change and we have 37% that say they get news as regards uh, climate change on a day or every day or few times in a week we have uh, 16% that say they get uh, news, you know, once a month or never, 16% as regards climate change. Now we have uh, 46% that say that, you know, like every day or a few times in a week, they get information as regards climate change. We have another six, when, as regards social media platform now, uh, we have um, 16% that they say that they listen, that they get um, information as regards climate change once a month or never and we have 51 percent that say they listen they, they get uh they get uh, information as well climate change every day or few times in a week now based off of using the internet as a medium of disseminating information when it comes to news and on climate change we have 16 percent that say that they get um, information about climate change once in a month and we have 50 Two percent that say they get information about climate change every day or few times in a week. Now, using newspaper now, which is um, topping the charts here, uh, we have twenty-three percent that say that they get information once a week, once a month, sorry, or never as regards climate change. And sixty-four percent, which is topping the charts here, say that they get information like every day and few times in a week on climate change. So this is just the statistics of uh, people using different medium to get information as regards climate change. So that's just it. So we have a newspaper that is stopping the chat. Mm, okay. Yes. So so that's uh, that's it. Okay. So um, well, even while we talk, uh, we can um, of course uh, take uh, a few calls. Uh, with regards to what we are looking at here in the studios um remember what we are looking at is climate change you know um people nigerians have actually called out uh, to um foreign bodies of course um to get involved because they say what they are experiencing is um, way above what they used to about 10 years ago and um well that is with flooding because with droughts, they say, no, it's less these days than it was 10 years ago, right? So um, these are Nigerians looking to government and private sector and uh, developed countries for action to limit climate change, right? So, um, you know, before um, you get to start limiting something, uh, you need to have a proper understanding of that thing you are actually pushing for. So um, what is it that um, most of these um, international organizations are doing to push um, this um, whole 
uh, uh, knowledge of um, climate change, you know, push it out there to the public uh, for people to have a better understanding of um, what it's all about and um, be able to put up maybe, um, you know, fights against it and all that. So it's just based off of, I've said it before, just based off of awareness. It's more of awareness. The more information people get as regards this, the more they know what to do and how to go about um, it. Um, so, the, the, like when you when you look at when you look at okay, so the, the, the thing with awareness is the moment when there are a lot of information about it, people. So when you break it down to knowing the side effects, you understand people know exactly what to do and how to do about these issues. So. Um, then, uh, then they are more like the international bodies now who also want to do more like, um, uh, more like support to maybe countries that have issues with climate change issues. So that's just yes, that's that's just yes. Because um, when we talk about um, international bodies, uh, before I think before we get there, we should um, talk about our own. Um, outfits that can actually push this, you know, how much, you know, everything um, that we do, um, and we can't exonerate NOA from it as a National Orientation Agency. So uh, do we hear NOA put out, you know, messages out there, talking so, to people, trying to sensitize them, educate them on the whole climate change, you know, concept? So the, the NOA, like you said, is, part, is still part of the government body. Mm. They're supposed to do that work in terms of enlightenment when it comes to Nigeria. And that's why you will see that Nigerians are really... That's why, you know, when I... The, the, the last um, line I read about uh, the poll finding, uh, like 6 in 10 Nigerian citizens, that's 61, says Nigeria is doing a poor job as regards... So NOA is still part of the government. So if the NOA were to be doing a lot as regards enlightenment, I feel it would do a whole lot as regards um, what uh, people should do and how to um, address issues when it comes to uh, climate change. Mm, because um okay now uh, already said it like um, the two basic things um that we're looking at here drought and um flooding oh, right yeah. what we just see uh, on tv got people being interviewed and they talk about how flood has displaced them and how flood is chasing them from their homes uh, for some years now that has been the same repeatedly so we never get to hear of any long lasting you know um what people know about climate change from their own experiences. Oh, we don't get to hear, you know, people being educated on these things by, you know, any federal government um, agencies or you know, things like that. Yes. So, so, so that's why they are supposed to do more. So if you look at some of these areas where, like for instance, using flooding as a case study, you'll find out that there are some locations that are mapped out not to be residential locations. You understand? But mm. you find out that maybe due to... Um, uh, like you find out that people still get to erect structures there and when these issues are flagged up after several warnings they go there they demolish so but let's say that the like for instance using the NOA like you said now like there's an awareness okay this is the reason why this place can't be this is the reason why this can't work you know it would help people know okay ah, this place these things are mapped out because of these reasons you understand mm. me? Yeah. So, so, so that's, so that's it. 
Okay, so and um, if we also look at what you have said about um, um, negative impact of climate change, that it's felt more in uh, these um, uh, rural areas than in the cities, right? Mm. And um, they say citizens who are 56 years or older are those experiencing um, uh, high, li uh, high life properties and are also more likely to report negative effects than their younger and better off counterparts as the respondents with secondary or post-secondary education. Now, um, when we look at uh, some of these, are we actually um, trying to um, come from this uh, angle that, yes, uh, in the rural areas, um, it, education is not as high as it is in the, in the um, cities, so that they... Uh, because of this might just be the ones to have to do feel the impact of this climate change more and not because of industrialization more or less okay so you know when you look at um, this chart now you know it's saying that 56 uh, citizens of 56 years and older are the ones uh, reporting this issue so when you look at the younger generation the younger people younger uh, counterpart I, I feel they would have that leverage to want to change location or probably get a better um, place as regards to staying there because they will look at okay search for the, greener yes, pastures and all that mm. so they will look at like, okay the elderly ones have been reporting this issue and there's no change that's still why i see going back to the government because there are some there are some policies that are supposed to be in place to still help in this but the moment they are not seeing these changes they will want to look out for another location greener pastures so to say to get uh, a better atmosphere or a good or very very clear environment as regards whatever activity they want to carry out so okay so um what are we seeing what are we actually looking at when it comes to um having a remedy to this situation what are we actually looking at um what are some of the possible um things some of the possible things you feel you know um, as an individual that could um, come in to serve as a way of, um, you know, helping uh, to curb this uh, the negative effects of this climate change. All right. So uh, okay, you know what? Um, before you answer that, let's quickly um, go on a break, and uh, when we come back, of course, we will continue. Do stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, you're welcome back, Abuja. This is still the studios of Crowther Radio 104.5 FM, your family love station on the hills of Mpape here in the nation's capital. It's gone 40 minutes past the hour of nine and the program is still the podium. It is Friday, so once again, it is NOI Polls Friday. My name is Oke Anya. I have a Momomi Temi Dayo here with me in the studios. Dayo, oh, welcome back. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, so um, for today, we're actually looking at climate change, right? Um... Well, um, we are trying to have a little a better insight uh, because um, from what the polls are saying, about 70% of uh, Nigerians don't have any idea of what climate change is all about. So while we are trying to um, break it down, uh, make um, some of those Nigerians understand the uh, climate change better, uh, we're also looking at some of the um, effects, uh, some of the um, vulnerable um, 
effects um, it could just have on people and um, of course um, from uh, what we are seeing in front of us we see it can actually first of all affect our health yes affect health okay practices and okay uh, uh, of course it can also affect our ability to grow food like when we look at nigeria right mm-hmm. um and um, we try to remember the excess um, uh, flooding that has been going on within the years. Remember Nigeria, of course, uh, we know um, a food shortage has been looming. And it's not just the farmer herder clashes issue. Yeah, so we can also have a look at um, the flooding because a lot of farmlands have been washed away. You know, so um, we are not having enough um, to go around. Of course, um, we cannot uh, in any way um, try to uh, remove a flooding from it all. Yes. Yeah, so, so, um, so let me just add to what you just said. So, like, as it is now, uh, frequent flooding just joins drought. You know, b- before you mm. drought. So, you know, increasing temperatures and you know, rising sea levels among climate change threats. You know, in the country uh, faces and you know, with cascade consequence that includes um, diminished um, crop yields, reduced livestock production. And food so, uh, food uh, shortage, um, you know, income losses, infrastructural damage, and um, a, a mounting uh, burden of diseases, you know, such as malaria. Mm, of course. So, so there's a ripple effect. So mm. the moment this thing sets in, it will bring another thing. Mm, so, malaria, typhoid, yes, and exactly. all that. So mm. when you have well, water now flooding into a, 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 a particular location now, it will bring about malaria from the typhoid start coming up from that thing. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, because the floods go and dig up a lot yes. of um, soak aways, a lot yes, of um, yeah, I, uh, that mm. environment and it will trigger up a lot of things. So so just like uh, as simple as it might sound like climate change, I don't look at it like a, it's nothing. Uh, it's just climate change, changing weather and, and things and, and what have you. But when you look at the drastic effect, the moment all this uh, this um this um climate change activities start coming up it will bring in other things like sort of like 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 uh, as stated as an example malaria you understand mm. so it gives room for mosquitoes to breed and it will create another um outbreak so that's okay so um so uh f- from climate change we can actually uh, experience epidemics and all that okay yes. and uh, while we're looking at um, health we also look at safety right here in the FCT, we know how many. I remember, was it last year or two years ago? Uh, some director, a director was going home and flood came and just swept his car. I think the driver was saved, but he wasn't, you know. And um, of course, the flooding that's been going on at the tra- trade more axis and you know, things like that, where we are very much aware of people having been, you know, carried away by these floods and all that, you know. So, we safety is also a very important part of it all. Mm, not just human beings, buildings, vehicles. Uh, well, mm. so so even you know, in order to, you know, we're talking about curbing, um, like having is- like more like a solution. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Mm. You know, we had a, a, a conversation as regards that, and you know, uh, the the uh, the national um, climate change policy in, in Nigeria. You know, there was I think that there was an like. From the Federal Ministry of Environment, of Environment, you know, they they, they passed. Uh, they, there's more like a government, like an outline strategy, you know, to help curb this in the country. And you know, another milestone, if you look at, according to uh, PWC Nigeria, that's for year 2022, um, was that um, 
the the former president that uh, Muhammadu Buhari mm. signed uh, you know the signing uh, did the signing of uh, climate change act you know 2021 providing a legal framework for uh, the country's um, climate uh, objective so some of policies are, I feel will be the best ways to really guide us through uh, in terms of curbing Okay, so uh, here I also see um, these emissions, curbing of emissions, uh, um, you know, emissions basically burning of um, coal, gas and all that, you know, so uh, finding a way to reduce it. And um, well, how do you see that working in Nigeria, whereby we don't, uh, you know, the, uh, the distribution companies, you know, just basically power in Nigeria is not what it's supposed to be. So how do you see us curbing that power? Because people will turn in their generators. Yes, yeah, so, you know, you know, when we were talking earlier, I made mention of having an alternative source of energy that eco-friendly. Mm. So, I, I, as at where we are at present, you know, Nigeria is still, I feel Nigeria is still lagging behind in that area because we are solely bent on crude energy. So, unlike other countries where they take, uh, where they take the ecosystem and they take climate change more seriously, mm. that's why you find out that, okay, they are creating cars that are um, electric powered. Yeah. You're, using, yeah, you're having hybrid cars that can do, you know, hybrid uh, um, machines. Mm. You're having solar panels. You're having solar panels. Mm. You know? So, if we can incorporate this, I know, I know, I know at present now, some agencies are coming up uh, with uh, strategies to create uh, engines that can use other sources of energy as, re as uh, compared to using uh, fuel. So if this can be incorporated into our own system, I believe it will create a lot of change. You know, we should be conscious of the kind of um, the energy source that we use because it's giving back to the environment and the environment is also um, returning its own feed back on us. Mm. So, so that's just uh, the circle, the ecosystem circle. So that's just so we should just consider using um, eco-friendly energy sources as regards sticking to uh, fuel. As mm, okay, I understand. Energy, yeah. You see, my, my my major concern here, right, is not what goes on globally. My problem is Nigeria. Nigeria yeah. yeah. So um, part of what we see here in front of us, adapting to climate impacts. Right, um, as being able to adapt to some of these um, uh, changes in the in, in in climate and all that. Now, how do we, how do we actually see people? How do we see the average man by the by the roadside being able to do that? You know, when I talk, I'm always referring to the floods and all that. How do you see someone that can barely afford to eat relocating, you know, himself or finding a way to? You know, to c c cater to some of these um, changes in, 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 in climate. So, um, so like I earlier said, it's just we just being conscious of our environment. You know, Nigeria is, is very blessed uh, with a lot of resources and energy. But if you cut it down to an individual, it will just be streamed to, okay, you're just taking care of your environment. You, you know, if if you are conscious, if I'm conscious of it. So it can't just be a one-man thing. Mm. That's why you find out that most Nigerians are throwing it back to the government because they believe there should be a plan that would help guard us to keep our environment safe. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, so, because that that's what we hear um, yes. uh, year in, year out. There will be flooding, there will be this. There. But we never get to hear some of the, um, you know, uh, possible 
um, ways of combating these some of these um, you know weather menaces. You know, like here we also see financing. And so one of the ways of actually curbing this is financing required adjustments. Now, some of the adjustments that we require in Nigeria, like like um, some of these are places that experience flooding, like Lokoja experiences flooding a lot. So part of it is um, trying to find a way to channel uh, the, the, the floods and all that. And that is not going to cost one naira. They, 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 I'm quite sure the cost implication is, is out of this world. So when we look at that, and um, if, if we also look at um, the individuals being able to do that for themselves. I don't see how that can just be possible. So it's still bent on system. So, like, if we have uh, an environmental conscious government that considers, okay, this creating an enabling environment for people to live, do you understand? It would, I feel it would do a lot in whatever policies they want to implement. So, even if there are funds for these things, are they well channeled to this direction mm. where the impact will be felt? These are questions that we should be asking ourselves. So corruption, when, when people hear corruption, they just feel it's just, uh, they're just uh, embezzling money at the upper level, but it has a ripple effect at the lower level. Mm. You understand? So let's say all these things were to uh, be in place, following um, the blueprint of how um, an environment supposed to be structured you know there's a, there, there, there's a system where okay water passes through there's a system where okay um electricity okay we have other en- sources of energy that would channel the system okay maybe backup system in terms of energy source so okay to cushion down the environmental side effects you know all these things if they were to be kept into consideration i feel it would it will help all around you understand mm. so i feel corruption in terms of that financing to take care of is what is the problem? So we don't have a system that checks what whatever monies is being disbursed to be sorted for anything. So if you look at the arms of uh, governments now, so you know that okay, there are things that the federal level would do. There are things that okay, maybe the, the lower care that is supposed to do for its environment, but whatever is coming from the top is not really getting to mm, where it's supposed road. to. Yeah, where it's so supposed to get to. You see the effect. Mm, okay. So you only see the reaction because there's nothing, there's no action that's been taken. Okay, well, um, I'm quite sure um, one or two people may have a thing or two to say to us this morning. Um, as I said, uh, even while we discuss, uh, we'll take uh, one or two calls. You can squeeze that in um, 090-9435-0415 or 0810-921367. And we are asking this morning, what do you think um, should be done to help curb some of the negative effects that we're experiencing from climate change, right? So that is what we are talking about this morning because already it's not not something that is far from us. It is here with us. We experience it year in, year out. And it's been there for over 10 years now. I remember the first um, flooding we had back in, I think the serious one was back in 2012 or, or thereabout. You know, and it was that bad that um, even the Lokoja Bridge, the Benue Bridge Lokoja was actually, you know, there was, you know, the platform that cars used to, when you get there, you get on the platform and it ferries you across because the bridge was flooded. Cars couldn't pass. So what do you think? Should we have this every year? Should we have ourselves see some of us on TV every other year? Talk about how they've been displaced by flood. Because for me, there has to be 
a way forward to all of this. There has to be a way we can go around this without every year having to see some of us, you know, leave their homes because they have been displaced by um, flood or you know any other in any other weather change. This should not go on. This can't go on. So let um if uh, okay. Hello. Good morning. How are you today? I'm fine. Uh, this is Mike. Okay. Um, Mike, why? Okay. We said that initial exit is not common in the rural area, right? Okay. Can a can a poor man in rural area afford to buy some proof generator that are usually everywhere in the town? If you want to analyze something on the air, you have to be objective. You understand? You have to say something straight as an analyst. How can, how can somebody say something like that? No, 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 no. We, we are here to find, sorry, sorry, we are here to find a way forward. We are not here to attack um, each other's opinions, right? So what do you think should be the way forward? Okay, okay. okay the way forward to stop the position of generators. They make like constant. Okay. That's what I, I started to say, you understand? Mm. For government to stop the position of generators and make like constant, you understand? Oh, you right, thank you. Okay, um, thank you very much. Um, so um, that is uh, what we are trying to say this morning. When you call, let's have us hold a conversation. Let's be civil about it. Um, people's opinions are their opinions. Let's hear you share yours with us, right? Okay, so um, we're almost out of time. Dio, let me just have you um, uh, hint us with your last words. All right, okay. Uh, thank you very much. So um, as regards climate change, it still boils down to all of us being involved in this Yes, the government has a major role to play because in terms of implementation of policies and creating systems that caters for its citizens, uh, we as individuals are supposed to be conscious of our environment. Mm. Nowhere, to put, um, nowhere to put some things, nowhere to, you know, when it comes to taking care of our environment, make sure that, okay, some chat, like, okay, for instance, let's just cut it down to the normal household. Okay, so your, your drainage system is clear. Mm. So yeah. if, if I'm conscious of that, you're conscious of that. Yes, I feel it to do a lot. Of, yeah, okay. You know, then, uh, like, policies are supposed to guard maybe the ecosystem when it comes to uh, looking out for alternative energy sources so that it will curb the CO2 that is being emitted into the atmosphere. Yeah. That will help also. So, policies that would safeguard the eco friendly policies, more or less. Okay. Policies. So, I feel these are just the basic things that are supposed to be considered. And let's deal with corruption because it's really affecting oh, okay okay of our environment and citizens thank you very much okay um abuja uh, that's the size of our package for today big big thank you to omomimitemi um, dio communications officer noi polls always a pleasure okay till same time next week it's been me okay anya do have an amazing weekend god bless